The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the hosts and guests. They do not reflect the views of the men at Sunday League. This podcast is aimed at an adult audience, Sunday League players talking about Sunday League. So from time to time, you may hear the odd swear word, including that swear word. And today's episode is that word kind of day. Okay, welcome. It is Wayne Chalmers joins this week. Uh, it's myself and Jordan. So Wayne, welcome. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. Um, last time I was on this podcast, it was raining outside. And tonight, it's raining outside. So I don't know if it's your, your fault. But um, yeah, <laughs> I'm very well. I was meant to be in the conservatory, but because it started hammering it down, I've come upstairs instead. And now as I look out my window, Moulton's a bit of a microclimate to itself. So at the minute, it's crystal clear out the front. But it could be absolute hailstorms at the back, as wouldn't know. Oh, I'm absolutely <laughs> clear here. No rain at all at the minute. <laughs> so, it's just, it's, obviously... Yeah, it's just Parkland's. <laughs> obviously, before, we, we hadn't had um, the NTFA Cups. We did break the news that the finals were going to be in Northampton. So, I guess we're just going to go straight in two-footed. Um, they're not at Northampton anymore. And... That I know there was correct. Yes, <laughs> I know there was a, a spoken possibility that that was going to happen because cobblers at one point were automatic, so it looked like a lock that it was going to be, and then it crept in that maybe they're not going to, and then it it happened. Mm-hmm. Jordan, I think you said yeah. it as well, mate. Like how, as a cobblers fan, obviously you want Northampton yeah. Town to do well. But you also want to see local teams playing at the town's stadium. Of course, yeah. Obviously, first of all, I uh, well, we wanted Cobblers to get automatic promotion. That never happened. Uh, obviously, that has a knock-on effect. As a, when you're playing a final as a player, Sunday League, you want to play them finals at Sixfields. Obviously, you can understand people's frustration, massively disappointed, not getting to play that, that, that game at Sixfields. Um, it's, it's disheartening. But... At the, in the other hand, if you're in the final. Does it matter where you play it? It'd be nice to play at six fields, but you want to win the trophy. That's the main aim. So, Wayne, how did you feel about it when the official news came in that it was moved from six fields? It was basically they weren't going to host it because at that point, I don't think you had an alternative venue lined up. Um, please correct me if I'm wrong. But when you first got told, definitely not six fields, what was your initial thoughts and th- feelings? Um, well, first of all, the NTFA have been having their finals at six fields for God knows how many years. It's 15 years plus, I'm told. And, um, you know, we've always had a really good relationship and, you know, hopefully going forward that good relationship will continue. Um, but of course, the disappointment for all of us is, you know, it's no hiding away from that fact. We wanted to play at six fields. We also want Northampton Towns to do really well. That goes about saying, even though I'm a Middlesbrough, Middlesbrough fan, you know, I've lived here long enough to to know that um, you know Northampton needs a it's a big town and it needs a, a team going up to the leagues. But yeah, we we had everything in place obviously for um, the seventh and the eighth of May. Initially, that was all um, you know set in stone really. Um, and then there was the a few weeks of uncertainty of you know regarding whether. Were the Cobblers going to be in the playoffs? Were they going to be out the playoffs? Were they going to get automatic promotion? At one point, it could have been any one of those three kind of permutations there. Um, 
so then after we kind of knew we weren't going to be down there that weekend um, because you know there was the the big screen on the Saturday that kind of um, got put in there and then we did actually manage to play two games on the 8th ironically um, but we were kind of stipulated what, what games we could have down there um, you know being youth games uh, and we played um, well there were both youth games it was another 18th game and another 15th game um, so we still at that point because we'd already played like four or five four of our younger finals at um, Cocknell United had been really good to us um, you know for many many years as well uh, we got um, an alternative date now I spent I spent personally a lot of time you know chasing up clubs uh, you know making sure that everybody had the opportunity if they wanted it to play at Sixfields um, on the 5th of June bearing in mind it's following a, a bank holiday a couple of days which is a bit weird now but um, so then we still had two games to to um, to get in and we, we, we were chasing them and then really out of the blue it came that we weren't having any games now as you can imagine um, this was kind of uh, about a week or so ago now although it seems a lot longer about a week or so ago now and um, that left us a really difficult in a really difficult situation number one you know telling people that well done you've got through to the finals but you're not playing it at Northampton Town anymore uh, and then number two, obviously finding an alternative ground because you know well it's like it's time of year. Um, mm. You know your local football clubs they're starting to prepare for July. A lot of them will start their pre-season in July and they've got their own pitch renovation work to do. So yeah, we were put in a really difficult situation, which uh, you know it, in reality could have been avoided, um, but it wasn't. I think it's important to say that obviously. You've done as much as you can to get them finals there. Obviously, it's never going to happen with Cobblers being in the playoffs. But I think it's the important to try to get across. It's not the team's fault, you know what I mean? But I've seen a lot of stick getting thrown at Northampton Town Club, wishing they'd lose in the playoffs and stuff. I think it's important to make everyone aware it's not the actual team or the players on the pitch that made that decision. It's the club itself. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, we don't, and again, we don't, we don't hold in any malice, really. I mean, it's disappointing, but these things, you know, these happen. These things happen. Of course, everybody wants to play at six fields, and you know, we've got an under 15s game um, coming up on Sunday, and you know, some players might be their only opportunity to play there. I know some players have played there loads of times, but you know, for some players, um, you know, it's their only opportunity potentially. And it's just sad for them, really. Yeah, it's a massive oh. thing playing at six fields. Like, I, I, as a player, obviously you look forward to them. I've never played at six fields, like, but I've played at cup finals. I played at cup no and stuff. But I was, that's one thing I wanted to do. Play at six fields never happened for me. And obviously to get it taken away from you, for them players that had that opportunity, it's, it's always going to be hard. It's always going to be disheartening. But it's not the league's fault. It's not the cobbler's fault. There's nothing you can do about it. it is what it is. Can can Absolutely. I ask you, Wayne? Obviously, with the the youth games being played there, whose decision was it to decide whether it was going to be the youths or the adults that got to play that weekend at Sixfields? Um, well, they they have a kind of um, I guess it's a hierarchy, I guess, and um, I think the groundsman has a say in it. Uh, there's, a, there's a stadium manager as well. There's a chief executive, and obviously you've got the chairman as well. So. Um, it's a bit of a mixture of all, of um, of everybody. I think. I think you know when we got the date of the fifth of June, 
um, they were going to put their pitch renovation work back a week uh, and the wow. groundsman basically said no um, <laughs> so that's that was it, that was it really um, that yeah. was the end of that there was no kind of negotiations about having any games there at that point so um, we had to go in obviously as you just said go and find alternative venues did you have them Which venues I... sort of earmarked for this scenario no. so it was no. like a last minute no. thing but they run around and get a load of grounds <laughs> Not, not really, because well, we, we, I mean, we, we work with a lot of local football clubs, um, but we know that uh, you know the majority of them um, play, you know, United Counties League or they play, um, you know, Southern League, what have you, um, or Northern Premier League and stuff like that. So they're starting in early July, so you know, asking them to use their pitch uh, to get three games on it on a, you know, Sunday afternoon in June is is difficult, as I found out. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like because I'm, I'm, I'm a teacher, um, which takes up a lot of my time, and obviously you've got a young family. It was like having a, a second full time job for a week. <laughs> <laughs> it was a nightmare. And so it's also yeah, so. always almost like a, a thankless task as well, because the minute I think it's important. A lot of team when the team is found out, obviously everyone's disappointed, but. I've seen a lot of posting, I've seen a lot of negative, but I've also seen quite a bit of maturity from teams that have said, look, okay, it is what it is, we're in a final. You know, that's that's the joy, we're in a final, so let's go out and play our final. And as Jordan said, I know there was some some comments like, I hope the Cobblers lose. Uh, it's, it's the power of social media, and everyone's got a voice, it's an open window, you've got to expect there's going to be some idiots sticking their head into it, and you're not always going to like what they say. But you've secured a venue, it's Daventry yes. Town, is that correct? So it, it three is. games, one day, Jubilee weekend. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> we, um, I mean, for, first off, we've got to, you know, say a big thanks to um, to the six six clubs who said, yeah, fair enough. Absolutely. Um, well, we'll, we'll, we'll go and do that, and you know, massive, massive, well done to those. Daventry is a great facility as well. Um, so a big thanks to them as well because. Otherwise, we might have been putting down some jumpers on Lingswood or Addison <laughs> Park and playing, playing, yeah. playing on there. Do you know what I mean? So, um, so yeah, I mean, we, 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 were, we, we asked a lot of different clubs. Um, we we tend, tended to get the same response. It's too late in the season. Um, and at one point, you know, it's kind of like you kind of start panicking and thinking, oh, what if we can't find somewhere? What are we going to do? You know, you can't... Mm. Some, but he suggested, oh, why don't you play it pre-season? Well, you know what happens in the summer, players leave and it's not the, it's not the same thing. You know, playing a cup final in August is not, wasn't the best, you know, wasn't the best uh, kind of solution. So, yeah, we were lucky. Um, I entered some tense negotiations with Devon to Town at half past seven on the, on the on, uh, last Thursday morning, I think it was. And uh, <laughs> they, were good, they were good enough. And, you know, getting three games on one weekend, I'll be happy about six o'clock, the fifth of June, when all the games are done. <laughs> yeah, don't blame it. Could have had a, I don't know if anyone threw this suggestion forward, but uh, turn it into a six-a-side tournament at goals. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost going to be like if you had players not available. I think one of the yeah, biggest I mean, disappointments to people. Yeah. yeah. Go on, Wayne. Yeah, just quickly going back, though. Just quickly going back, those. I mean... It's for us, and we're not. You know, I've always said this about local football leagues and competitions. It's not about the competitions making money, because 
um, you know, we as having games at um, UCL grounds or some league grounds, we'll, we'll probably you know make more of a profit in terms of you know people going through the door and it being cheaper. Six yeah. rules isn't you know it is a community stadium, but it isn't cheap. You, you know, you're talking four, you know, into four figures for one day. Um, yeah. You know, going down there, so you know you've got to cover your costs. And uh, but you know, it, it, as I says, it's, it's it's one of those things. Now it's all done and it's all gone now. And yeah. Whatever you say, it's not going to change anything. So what I was, I was just saying, I think the the major disappointment come because it's the first. You know, it's our first full season out of lockdowns and everything. You know, like the season before, we had disruptions through it where we had the circuit breakers. And this has been our first full season out of lockdown. And I think that's where the disappointment for me was that you just think this is the centrepiece. First full season done. We're there. But like you said, it's not materialised. Daventry Town and yourself have worked together. They've been awesome to allow this to happen. And the clubs have been mature enough to understand board with it as well um, to have this hopefully fantastic weekend three games one day it's, it's going to be crazy but like you said six o'clock dust to settle sit back in your chair beer in your hand and you can breathe and then plan for next season <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely um, so yeah I mean you know Nen League as well have been, have been great and, and the competitions themselves have been brilliant you know it's um, I mean Colin from Grendon I'm yeah, I think uh, my wife thought I was having an affair. I was getting that many text messages from him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He loves it, but you think. But then you go back and think, the type, you know, that's his passion, isn't it? They, yeah, they, they want to play their finals. They want to, you know, do their bit. And, and you're right; it will it'll be a great, it'll be a great day. Um, we've got uh, our first final or our next final. We'll have it tomorrow night at Cup Now. Um, that's a women's cup final. We've got two more next weekend, uh, the 15s and the uh, veterans. And then, you know, we're straight in, big day, Davity Town. So, decent clubhouse, it should be a good day. Well, you're going to get following no matter what, aren't you? Especially as they stand and barner in it, so they always bring a good following. But then you've got a few other teams there too. Um, do, you, do you have the time set out for what game's going to be at what time yet? Or is that just going to come later? No, no, we're all sorted out. So um, our first game is going to be ten fifteen. Um, so I've left, I left because believe it or not, we've had four games in one day in the past at six fields, and we start at nine thirty <laughs> and go all the way and go all the way through to six o'clock. Now you've got to remember these volunteers that some of them are not, you know, they're not young spring chickens like me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, they're not used to being awake that long, are they? Well, <laughs> no, 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 no. So um, yeah, so the first one's ten fifteen. That's the MDH Teamwork Cup. Uh, we've got a sponsor for that one. It's the Half Moon Inn from Grendon, and I know I know Grendon are playing in it. So I don't know if they're expecting to win or not. But anyway, uh, that is um, Grendon Sapphires against Thorpe's Club Eighty One Colts. So that should be a good yeah. one. Um, then at one fifteen, we've got the Home Tech Cup, which is Northampton All Stars Reserves versus Gregory Celtic, um, and then. Uh, the big one, I guess, at 4.15, um, you know, the, the Goodlift Cup, which has got a lot of history behind it. Um, you know, all the big teams in Northampton should have won that. You know, your Margaret's, Duke of York's, um, you know, all, all those teams have gone, you know, gone down the years. So that game is going to be a classic, I think. Yeah. Um, I'm, at, I'm actually refereeing uh, oh. against um, eight barrels on Friday night. So I was... Uh, I don't know which game is going to be big. Oh, surely my game on Friday is going to be bigger. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think it'll be. I, I think it'll be a bit of a humdinger that one. 
Um, yeah. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be a great game to watch. And they're good. To, and to be fair, they're two good footballing teams. So, yeah. um, you know, you're going to see some quality, I think. So, with it, so we'll just go back to kickoff times there 10 15, 1 15, Obviously, you got, say, an hour or so between games. Or so. Is there anything else going on at the ground that day? Or are you just going to let people have it, get on with their own day, enjoy the bar? And that? Well, I mean, the, t- the timing is, even though it sounds like there's a lot, quite a bit of time, you only need one game to go to ex- uh, you know, penalties, not exercise, because you don't have exercise. But if you go to penalties, then you know, you're scratching around and we want people to kind of enjoy the day. We don't want to be like, you know, you're in the, your game's just finished and you've got five minutes to get out your dressing room, get out of the dressing yeah, room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we've, you know, we've left a little bit of time. There'll be, you know, they've got a decent, they've got a decent bar, so I'm sure people will uh, fill their time with that. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, no plans for much more than that. I think no. Northside's All-Stars Reserves are talking about asking to do a raffle. Um, for Bill and Brooks School, which is a special school in Northampton, and uh, yeah. I said to him, "Yeah, you know, you've you've been good enough to us. I don't mind if you want to come down and yeah. you know sell just, a few just, raffle tickets and whatever." Just while you're there, can we just say uh, if you head over to their Facebook page or their Twitter page, they have got they're doing quite a bit of a charity for during this game. Um, so yeah. go and check that out if you can. Uh, all the money yeah. obviously is going to go to a good cause, so just go and check their page out, please. Mm. So I just wanted to get it in there, just uh, just while we're passing through. Um, do you fancy giving us a prediction for any of them games, Wayne? Well, it's 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 difficult, isn't it? I mean, I was I saw Thorntons playing the semi-finals, and um, I mean, Alba Eagles had about two hundred people there, um, but <laughs> they stood up. They they stood up to them, and they they really played well. Um, I know. I remember watching. The, well, I was videoing it, so I should remember. The old um, goalkeeper off the line scenario yeah. on the penalty shoot. That, I think I was going to go viral at one point. And just, I mean, <laughs> even the referee, uh, I saw it because I know the referee, obviously. And, and I, I kind of made eye contact, eye contact with him. And he even went and spoke to the keeper. And I thought, oh, fair enough. And this next penalty was exactly the same anyway. So it didn't make any difference. I um, think it was me stood next to you, not not laughing the whole way through of it, looking at the line <laughs> saying, come on. He went, look, it went in. It went in. Just leave it. It went in. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I but felt for the uh, Orphans like, yeah. scored the winning penalty that game as well because I think the winning penalty all the Albi Eagles fans got behind the goal didn't they were all booing him oh, the yeah 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 and fair play to him he still <laughs> stuck it away <laughs> yeah, yeah but I mean it's, it's, it, cup finals are always um, all you want all we want is some close games you know a few a few decent tackles flying in some good goals and we'll be happy you know, and some people yeah. to come and watch because it'd be pretty boring if no one turns up. I'm sure they will. I'm sure Absolutely. they'll get themselves over there. I'm sure there'll be plenty there. Sounds like a great day, doesn't it? Loads of games on, loads of decent bar. So you gave a bit of a prediction there, saying um, that the cult lads showed up. Is there any other any other games that you can can see going a certain way? I haven't. I don't know enough about. I don't know enough about uh, the All Stars reserves and Gregory Celtic. Um, you know, to make a, a well-informed prediction, but you know, barn against Tech, that could go either way, can it? Let's be honest. It's who yeah. turns up on the day. Um, it's, if they've got, you know, they've, they've both got key players. If they're there, if they're available, if they're on form, it could go either way. I've seen Tech a couple of times this year. I've seen Barn a couple of times, and they've both got, you know, some really good players. Um, and uh, and I think, I mean, I spoke to Bob Townsend the other day about it. Um, you know, the thing is, they've got a good relationship as well, those two clubs. 
So it's not like they're going to go there and kick each other off the park. I think it's yeah. going to be like a, a true footballing spectacle. Um, so, you know, it, it's turned out, it's transpired that, um, you know, both probably two of the best teams in, in the competition have got through to the final. Um, so, yeah, we're happy, happy, with, happy with that one, definitely. And both will cool. probably bring a few people with them as well. Can we push you off the fence to get a, a, a winner off you? Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'll, I won't give you a team, but I reckon I've got a penalty. I reckon it's no definitely, and there'll be a, goal, a goalkeeper off the line on the six-yard box as it gets <laughs> taken. Yeah. But um, we've we've just done our referee appointments actually, um, and you know I said to because I work with Tony Major quite a bit on this, um, and I said right, this is the game where we need like a big. You know, strong referee who's been there and done that. So I put myself forward, and he said no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would have loved to referee that game. I mean, I, I have done the good final before, but when I did it, um, it was like six nil or something. It was rubbish. <laughs> just going to send send a striker off or something. Just, just so who's going to point the referee? Oh, do you, do you think I should announce it? Um, I don't know if you know. Do you know the referees in Northampton? Um, Ian, Ian Rathbone's refereeing it. Um, I've been oh. all, all around the country. Me and I'm Rathbone a big fan. I'm been, a big fan. We've been, yeah, we've been as far south as Eversfleet together. We've went to Lowestoft together. We've been to Hereford together. We've been all over the country, and uh, he's a he's a great lad as well. Funny, yeah, he's big, funny. big big fan. He, um, first time I ever had him ref me. I was just managing, so I wasn't playing. And he just looked at me and he's like, Jamie. And he just, three fingers, he was like, just to show me how long was left. I didn't even ask him. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's a, that's a touch. Okay. It stops me having to say anything. It stops the player saying, no, um, when we started the season, um, my son had just been born. He was really sick when he was born. And I kind of come back to football as quick as I could to to try and just get some sense of normality. And he came up and spoke to me and just said, like, oh, are you okay? We'd never met. And just asked if I was okay. So I gave him a little, like, info of what was going on. And his first question was, why, why are you here? Um, and then I think I saw him probably about a month later. He was appointed to us again. And the first thing he said was, how's your son? Um, so I think that kind of says to me everything I needed about Ian as a person. And to top it off, he's, he's a brilliant ref as well so that's that's a fantastic appointment yeah got a lot of time for him really big fan of his yeah i always ask i saw him last friday and uh first thing i always ask him is how many steps he's done today because he's a postman so <laughs> <laughs> he's only the 24 only the 24,000 today well, yeah and, you know you, he's actually a lot of, <laughs> i don't be saying this but he's older than he looks he's in, he's in his mid-50s now so no way. he's been there yeah he's been there everywhere he's been on the football league he's been you know, he's just got. He's just one of those people who, you know, get on, gets on with people. And even when yep. he's given a penalty and sending somebody off, they, he'll, he'll, he'll have a chat with you, and, and then you end up going, "Yeah, fair enough." <laughs> yeah, I was wrong. I did tackle him from behind. Unlucky. Brilliant. And <laughs> um, what other refs have we got appointed then? What are other refs for the games? Um, well, yeah, I, I think it's fair to say, um, uh, not trying to, you know, copy anybody else, but. Um, I do the observation uh, scheme for, for Northampton FA. So it's kind of uh, referees who um, who want to get promoted to the next level. And I've, we yep. chose um, Phoebe Horner as one of our cup final referees. Um, Fantastic. Phoebe has been brilliant this season. She's made so much progress. Um, and she's definitely better than a dad. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. 
<laughs> so, but just to rub salt into the wound, I put a dad on the line to her just so she can he can learn a few things from her. So, oh, uh, okay, because so um, we had sergeants versus fat and wickets um, the other the other day, and it was the reverse. Phoebe was lino, and Daryl was the ref. Yeah. So that would be a nice little switch. Yeah, and uh, and so they're doing the MDH, and uh, Mark Wardell's refereeing the uh, home tech nice. cup final. Um, another guy, and we, we, we tend to choose referees, not only do you do lots of stuff for, for us, but we do a lot for local football, you know, myself, Mark, Ian, we've all been at, you know, a high level of refereeing, um, but we still, you know, muck in on a Sunday and, yeah. you know, go and do a bit. It's, uh, it's, it's enjoyable. I mean, the, you love the best thing about Sunday football, I find, is just having the banter with the players and having a laugh with the players and, you know, 99% of them will uh, come off the game, whether what you've done, shake your hand. There's that 1%, not mentioning any names tonight, but uh, you know, there's that 1% <laughs> yeah. who you think, oh my, what are you seeing? Things like that. But there yeah. you are. That, that's football, isn't it? We've all got an opinion, as you said earlier. Just, just, that, that, yeah. <laughs> just that referees' opinions matter the most. <laughs> <laughs> just on, the, obviously, the subject of referees then, um, going season-wide, are you, uh, you happy with the standard of referees and that this year? And, is it has it been improved um, from last year or? I mean, really? I, I don't tend I, I don't tend to um, see a great deal of Sunday football. So you know, if I'm not refereeing, I've done a lot of referee courses this year as well. So getting new referees through, I think we spoke about that last time. Yeah. Um, but I mean, the semi the semi final referees we had, I don't think there was one complaint about any of them because they were they were excellent, um, and there is some good referees coming through, um, and I know that the county is starting to do more development work with them. So, you know, trying to improve these referees and, and you know, giving them the advice and using people like Ian and, um, you know, people like that to go out and help and, you know, just trying to develop them, them as referees, really. And because, I mean, the thing is, at the end of the day, refereeing is not just about, as you've kind of alluded to already, it's not just about going out, blowing a whistle and giving a decision. It's about empathy for the game, you know, understanding the game, talking to people the right way, you know, and getting people on your side, spotting, the, you know, the troublemakers early doors. It's referee is a bit of a science, really. It's a bit of a, you know, it's psychological warfare with the players because you, yeah. you, you know you're going to upset eleven players at one point, but it's how you manage that situation to, to um, to appease them. It might be just like a little chat, maybe a little talk. That I've given it for this. Just talking to people really helps, um, and you know things like that. I think that's the the best of referees are the referees who talk to people. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's not just that, though, is it? Because then in these circumstances where they're finals, we can have between 60 and 200 people. Hopefully, in some of these finals, we have more. They're essentially, they're the ones that can be a voice because we can't, you can't card them as a ref. The players kick off, and if they're disrespectful, you can give them the verbal warning. We have sin bins in our league. Um, if they step out of line, but sometimes the fans can just take it over as well. I think some of the finals I've seen, especially the lately ones, if the fans have been a bit boisterous, I think the refs have controlled the overall game. They've not allowed it to spill into the fans. Yeah. But they're still going to get some comments from fans. But at the end of the day, they've paid their money. They're going to say something. As long as they don't take it too far, as long as they're not personal or completely disrespectful, they're entitled to disagree. And like you jokingly said, the only opinion that matters is the guy that's holding the whistle. You know, so yeah. it's it's an army of 200, but reality is, is conducted by one. Um, I've been really happy. I've not seen 
busy. Do you know what I mean? When I say like someone a red that's busy. Um, I've not seen that. And it's been so nice to see. And yeah, lads haven't always agreed what's been going on, but they've got on with it. And it's just been really refreshing, especially when you say when you consider we've been out, you know, we didn't have cup finals in years gone by because of COVID, because of the lockdowns, and we're finally coming out and we're not doing cups the first weekend of the new season you know cup finals to try and get stuff done this is a first full season back and it's just been great to see i know if you've seen stuff on some of the socials some teams haven't had great attitudes and what have you afterwards but some teams are young and i think it maybe comes down to that and they'll learn and hopefully they'll they'll come back and they'll mature as well but i think overall it's been fantastic to to be able to have these cup competitions back Oh yeah, definitely. And it's also good that um you know I know Paul's getting decent coverage for his for his games now as well. So that must say something because people more people must want to referee and that must yeah. go say something about the conduct of the um of the teams in the league, I guess. I think that's a big thing as well because um the Nen League have just signed a deal to have the videotaping. So they'll they videotape the cup finals, you can find them on the YouTube channel. Um, my understanding is from next season, they're randomly going to go to games as well with this. So there'll be a game recorded each week that will be on YouTube as well. Now, not only is that a brilliant thing because it makes us more accessible, it's a brilliant thing because essentially the referee can be evaluated for everyone to see, but also it's holding the team to account. You know, so if you get these teams that are kicking off and they're being rude or they're just, just bad manners and just bad presence, You've got 90 minutes worth of footage of them doing it. They ain't really going to have a leg to stand on if they say, no, it wasn't us. It was them. Um, so I think it's, we're not professional. We know we're not professional. It's Sunday league. It's amateur. It's bread and butter. It's what we love to do. But there's, what I like about them in Sunday league is that they are, tr- they're not scared to try new things, to try and innovate. And if they get it wrong, I'm sure they'll put their hands up and say, hey, do you know what? We thought we was onto a winner here, but we're just going to have to tweak some bits and bobs, like the the format for the, uh, the the league cup competitions for the shield, you know, they've everyone's had an opinion basically so far. We've got a, a few more games to go before it's all over and the proper evaluation can be done. But I, I love the fact that we're trying stuff and they've worked with you guys as well in these cup competitions they've been involved in, and it's it's a nice partnership, yeah. I think. I really That's do what, think. Like, yeah, definitely. Just to touch on what you said before, Jamie, when mentioning that everyone have an opinion. You love lads complaining about it, but if you've got a real idea that you think could change it for the better, come forward and tell us the idea. Mm. Give your idea yeah, a cost. Help us. We might be missing something obvious that you that you've got. I mean, I would love to see. Yeah, I would love to see kind of um, somebody. I don't know. Write down the amount of hours they volunteer. So you know, for a league every year. So you know, you know, yeah. like Matt and Graham and people on our committee as well. You know. They've all got full-time jobs. They're all working as well, and then they've got all these putting all these hours in for the enjoyment of others. Really, I mean, they're not getting financial benefit out of it, um, but it's easy to go on social media and, and slaughter somebody. But it's it's much more difficult to say, "Well, I'll tell you what, I'll come join the committee and give it a go as yeah. well if you want." You don't see as many people saying that, do you? No, you don't. We've said it for weeks, mate. We've been saying, "Look, guys, you know." I'm I am a massive exponent of the Nintendo Sunday League just because I've been in this league when it's not been these guys doing it. And I've been, I was 16 when I started playing it and it was like the Wild West. It really was. It was so hooky. Um, so I love the fact that there's so much more structure and 
there's rules in place. Some of the cups, we've had players on the sidelines and the fans are going, why aren't you playing? And he'll say, I've not played enough games, so I don't qualify for it. And they're like, that's rubbish, right? And he's like, no, it's the rules. And he's making no yeah. bones about it. I've seen at least two players do that and they were big players for their respective teams. And it's like, no, they, they're accepting the rules. It doesn't matter if you don't agree with it. The rules are there. And unfortunately, you've signed up, you abide by it. I think secretaries can... I think that's one of the next steps. Secretaries to be more vocal to their teams about what's going on, because I think that would maybe quell a few comments that get made, because I don't think it's the players being like boneheaded or just rude. I think they don't know. I think they don't understand, actually, these things are in place. They've been in place this whole time. And if your secretary's actually told you the situation, you'd be making comments, because you would know the answers. Sometimes... Well, I spoke to people, they've been shocked and like, oh, I didn't know. I said, well, you, your secretary's new at the AGM. You know, you had a chance yeah. to vote this in or vote this out if you didn't agree with that. I really hope next season people take more in, um, get involved more. Say, if you don't agree with something that's happened, well, at the end of the season, we've got an AGM. It's the perfect time to say, I don't think this works well. But what I've always said is, don't just say it's a problem. Try and find a solution. It might be that you don't have a solution, but if you've got a thought on it, we're all stakeholders, basically, in the Nen Sunday League. We're all members. We all pay our affiliation. Your voice is important. It's just there's ways to do it. You know, you don't just have to stamp your feet and slam doors. Try and think of something. Because, as Jordan said, sometimes you've got tunnel vision. You think you know the way and you just go in full steam ahead because you think it's best and someone else can see a different picture. And I think they're, they are open and inclusive for everybody to to give their thoughts across, whether it be refs, whether it be players, whether it be clubs or new clubs trying to come in or old clubs that have been going for 20 years. Everyone's welcome, but there's ways to do it. There really are ways to do it. Um, at this point, Wayne, was there anything that you wanted to promote to talk about at all? And um, No, not really. It's just that, you know, again, thanks for... Uh... Welcome. I mean, we could we've been talking about thirty odd minutes now already. I know, but in the world, so actually, but it's good. It's good. Um, but now, um, you know, the, the competitions, all of our competitions this year have gone well. Obviously, as you've just been saying, I've only been in post for kind of well, I've been in post for a few years, but two of those years got took out by the pandemic. So to to yeah. get, you know, we get through this season really, and know, apart from the hiccups at the end of it, but you know, again, we're going to be looking at kind of tweaking bits here and there. Um, and changing bits and, you know, getting involved more. I mean, we've started social media a lot more now and we've got people doing stuff down there. So it's positive for us to be working with the Nen League as well. And that's, you know, I, I've got to know Graham quite well. Um, I popped down to help Nen League at one of their finals the other day. And it was great, you know, the atmosphere there, the organisation was fantastic. Um, so, yeah, we will take ideas from them as well and, and move forward together, hopefully. Fantastic. Jordan, was there anything else you wanted to ask at all? Um, I had a few things, but uh, I won't keep you too long, Way. Um, I was just going to ask you on a more positive note. What was your personal highlight for this season? And Are you uh, are you going to you carrying on reffing next year? Or are you going to be part of this league again? Um, I, haven't refer- I haven't refereed a lot of games this season, to be honest with you. Um, but, you know, I suppose... From a, I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to Friday. I'm not going to lie. Um, you know, I've always been. You know, I've I've been had some big games in the past, and it's and you know I I, I like the I like the I like the big games. So, so you know, it's 
this is what you get off for, for you know in a cold January morning to um you know to to get to get the all finals. I'm still good. I didn't get the overwhelming tech standards bond game to be fair, but uh, <laughs> but personal highlight. Yeah, you know, I'm just happy to get people playing football again. Um, you know, seeing especially with the youth youth game we had at Sixfields was um an under 15s girls game it was brilliant. You know, just seeing them having that opportunity and that's makes it a little bit sad that other people are missing out on it. But yeah, that's definitely yeah, one of the highlights for me. That's, that's, that's a nice touch, getting people back playing football. That's a great line. That's what this is all about, getting people enjoying the game that we all love so much, obviously. Absolutely. And do you know, <laughs> well, it could be worse, mate. I'm a Luton fan, so <laughs> <laughs> I have to sit through that. You, even, you, even you finish above us and that's... <laughs> <laughs> and we've barely got a budget, mate. <laughs> um, so, do you know if Daventry Town have a pay-on-the-door card machine or if it's going to be cash? Because my biggest bugbear about these finals and semi-finals are people turn up saying, do you not accept cards? And it's like, no, right. up around the corner. I'm, I'm putting this out here right now, right? On, on last <laughs> Friday night, I was teaching Graham Pinney about how to use a card machine. We've got, we have got one. Um, we've got one, so we're all right. So, yeah, we accept oh, okay. card, cash, the lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. But, yeah, we've so, got- there you go. Everybody, absolutely do your worst, but get yourselves along to it because it's important. And say, Daventry have gone out of their way just as, as much as Wayne has putting himself out in his own personal time to get these games still going for us. So, I hope everyone can get over there. Guys, yeah. thank you so much for your time. No, no, thank you. It's been good. Enjoyed oh, it. Thank you. Thank you, Wayne. All the best, mate. Cheers, buddy. See you soon. Bye-bye.